Welcome to the Content Creator's Guide. This is a place where we expand our knowledge on what it takes to be successful in an ever-expanding world of content creation. Join me as I sit down with individuals sharing their success stories and tips that help them get over the hurdles they faced on their journey to creation success. All right, let's create. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Content Creator's Guide. I'll be your host, Patrick Conway, also known in other circles as Jaxus. Before we get started, please take the time to like and subscribe to my YouTube page. And if you're listening on one of our many podcatchers out there, please follow, write me a review. It would be much appreciated. If any, if anything we talk about tonight is of a special interest to you and you have additional questions or maybe some comments on how things could be done different or better than what you heard. Maybe you've got it. Maybe you know something we don't. That'd be great. If you do, uh, please contact me on, on Twitter at, at C creators guide, or you can also send me an email using C creators guide at gmail.com. Or you can also go to our discord page, which is connected to robotsradio.net. You go to that web page there go down to the bottom you'll go find a little discord thing there it's a big huge community of gamers twitch people everything you can think of under the sun and you'll also find my show within the channels in there and uh, you can leave me a message there and we can talk about stuff there anyway so today we're going to be focusing on twitch and streaming music and today with me i've got the one and only the human juke uh danny k say hello danny What's up, everybody? Good to be back, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, have me back. Absolutely, man. I am so glad you are here. Um, to me, you're like the best, perfect person to you know go through that comes to like teaching people on how to get going on Twitch and things like that. So, um, what I wanted to do here is let's pretend that I've got a guitar, I've got a keyboard, and I've got a decent microphone, and I kind of have a good idea of what I'm doing when it comes to like plugging into an amplifier or, you know, maybe plugging into a PA system uh, outside of the computer world. But how does that transition to digital and the Twitch world? How do I get started? Well, um, it's it really seems pretty daunting at first because uh, I, uh, I remember uh, for for myself when I came into it, I was. I was more or less thrust into it because all of my live performance options were uh, were taken away suddenly by COVID. So it was just me suddenly trying to figure everything out. So hopefully uh, the people out there getting started are, are a little less under the gun as far as having having to figure this out quickly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there there were there was good and bad uh, to uh, to being really forced into it, but. Um, I mean, essentially, it, it, I, I, when I came into it, I didn't. I, I had been a live performer for almost uh, eighteen years at that point, and uh, had zero experience uh, with streaming. Um, I hadn't even worked with uh, really with with PCs at all. Um, you know, Max Max worked too, but uh, a, uh, I, I had very little. Uh, experience uh, when it came to uh, the entirety of digital uh, in uh, in DAWs and electronically recording music. I didn't mm -hmm. have a lot of experience, so I was really having to learn everything everything from the start and shooting from the hip, uh, right? Yeah, it, it just uh, it, trying to solve the problems as they as they came up. And uh, I I um I think the one the, the one overarching thing I want to stress before I even say anything regarding what you should do is that when you're streaming um like a simplicity is really uh fine it's very easy uh i mean like in, in coming from me and looking around at everything that i have surrounding me i can understand <laughs> how that that might seem disingenuous however i i i really have have at least come to understand that uh, the core of what you're doing that if, you know, if all you have is one camera and it's a, and it's a decent camera, like that's all you need. If all you have is, is one decent, uh, uh two input interface, that's all you need. You don't need, uh, a ton of crazy lighting. You just need like 
good lighting for your camera. So um, just one thing to remember that, that while it seems like there's all of these things that you might need to get in a row before you stream, just remember that uh, getting getting one uh, good way of of accomplishing each of those goals is is what's going to be the the theme here. Um, uh, and I also uh, want to stress that each person who uh, is is coming at it is coming with their own uh, gifts, you know, their own uh, strengths, and that uh, streaming really uh, <laughs> it, it's all about playing to those strengths, um, which I think is is actually a a, a great overarching uh, thing to remember in any entertainment space, like anywhere, whatever it is you're doing, you play up your strengths and you downplay what your weaknesses are. So, you so know, don't try if to say stuff you suck at. <laughs> well, that that's, that's true. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. If it's out of your range, don't sing it. Mm. Otherwise you sound, you know, you sound bad, but, but that could also apply to, you know, don't try and go crazy with, uh, all these different scenes in your streaming software and stuff. If you're not very technically minded, like having a very simple, clean, good looking scene, like is, is, is fine. Um, you know, you figure out what you're good at and, and then, and then you can grow in those areas and work on the, the, the ones that you aren't. And that's really what the name of the game was for me because I had the entertainment thing down. I, mm -hmm you know, work live audiences in an all request show that's never scripted. So I'm entirely off the cuff, even though some of the requests are are definitely repeated, you know, from night after night, it's mm. still all like, what am I doing right now? There is no set list. There is no script. Um, so I'm comfortable in that sort of space. Do you find and a lot of freedom in that? Um, in, uh, it's funny. I find I, I find a lot more freedom in streaming um, mm -hmm. than I do in my live shows. And I don't know if it's because uh, um, I'm also I think in a in a bar, I'm also selling alcohol. Like, let's face it, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm trying to keep bodies there. Mm -hmm. So my uh, it, my highest morality there is not really my artistry. You know, it's am I keeping butts in the seats and keeping the bar like full and making money Okay. Uh, for streaming? I don't have, I'm not, it, it, no one else is in control of my space in control of when I go live. Um, they, no one is telling me I can't play this song because it's going to kill the room and everyone's going to leave. Like I make all those decisions. So really for me, the freedom was coming, coming here. Uh, on Twitch and uh, and developing developing this show, um, that that was where the real the real freedom was because I could I could do a show at one o'clock in the afternoon, and I could play, right. you know, all B sides uh, and ultimately like if if people don't watch, yes, that's on me. But like I I'm no one is telling me what to do. So so the real freedom wasn't was in streaming. Okay. Um, uh, and uh, um, and there's so many ways that you can you can go about uh, doing it. But, uh, you know, it, so if we're really going to break it down and talk about what do you need if you are a musician? Yeah, if you got the guitar not have any stuff experience and you want to yeah, like you, plug in, you just want to be able to plug it in and turn it on. Like, what, what do I need? Like, do you need something special for your computer to be able to plug in or? Well, you, you know, definitely. OK, you definitely do need a computer. Right. Um. And then uh, you need a way to capture that audio, and and usually that's done with a some sort of audio interface. Um, like I use uh, here when I first started. Let me see. So, for example, this is a uh, a Focusrite um, uh, audio interface. Uh, this has, you know, four XLR or instrument inputs, and then it actually has four instrument inputs on the back. Uh, it's got a couple of different um, uh, headphones uh, mixes that, that RCA you can control. Jack openings? Um, there, uh, it, actually, it's not RCA jack. It's a, a SPDIF, uh, which would okay. be, uh, which is a digital 
uh, way to for um, audio to uh, communicate. Like if you were hooking up a couple of these uh, together. Uh -huh. um, but if if we're just talking simple, you know, um, you can get an interface uh, like I've got one that just has just has two two inputs. And if you're a simple musician and you have a uh, uh, let's say, a, you know, a keyboard and a piano. Uh, you know, then that's all you need. If you're going to plug your piano, if you're going to use the sounds on your piano, uh, if you don't use them digitally on a computer, uh -huh. you just plug your uh, your uh, instrument directly into the um, uh, into the interface, and then the interface by USB to your computer. Um, so it goes from and, XLR uh, to USB. It, yeah, it'll it'll take XLR or whatever whatever it is that you're uh, running that you're inputting uh, to it. It will convert it all digitally and then yeah, connect it by USB from that to to your computer. So you don't have um, to have an XLR connection on your sound card to be able to do this. No, basically this is uh, uh, audio interfaces are like oddboard sound cards. Okay, um, okay. You know, it, it really is just a. It's an analog to digital converter uh, that's that's happening in this box. It's taking the analog signal that you're sending it and converting it into numbers and and communicating that to the computer. Okay, um, so I have so it kind of takes the place of that XLR uh, sound card that you would well, buy it, but in your computer, right? So if you use a, if you use a, a uh, let's say you know you're used to live. A, another option would be there's there's a lot of uh, simple. Um, uh, mixers now that come with a USB out. So if you are uh, good, you know, if you've used a basic PA mixer, then uh, that learning curve is is pretty pretty easy because then it's simply like it. Your heck, your current mixer, if you're playing out, might even have a USB uh, on it that you can immediately use it on your computer to stream and i found because i i found when i first started that was the name of the game uh for me was like what can i use that i have already mm -hmm. uh what can i just automatically use so um so if you do have a mixer i'd, I'd say you know if check uh check and see if it's something that you can plug in into your computer if it has a usb out um then chances are uh you can send your uh uh all your instrument signals directly from there. All right, cool. Yeah. So hardware wise, that's that's really all you need. You need a decent a decent computer, mm -hmm. and uh, I would highly recommend uh, never relying on a a wireless connection. Always go just if you can go direct from your router with with mm -hmm. a actual like network cable. Do right. that. Um, and I think that applies to anybody doing any kind of stream. Not just oh, music. For sure. That's any sure. hardline yeah. all the time. Yeah. 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 But uh so so hardware wise, that's that's really what you need is you need you need your audio interface, some way mm -hmm. to get your instruments uh into the computer. Then you're gonna need uh some sort of software. Uh there's uh a lot of different choices. Um and uh, depending on your comfortability with technology and computers, like if uh, I would recommend um, uh, the the one that the most people use is is OBS, uh, Open Broadcaster Software. It's totally free. Um, it's uh, well supported. It's updated continually. All of the top streamers whether it be music or or uh, what I use, video so. games <laughs> like it, it, everybody uses obs or, or some variation most, of it. yeah right or some variation of it yeah because uh, stream elements has their version uh yeah. there's a uh, a stream labs uh version that kind of took took obs there's one uh, note on that is if you yeah. use stream labs or you use stream elements they put a lot more stress on your pc keep that in mind OBS yeah. Studios by itself, bare bones, in my opinion, is a lot less stress on your computer and a lot. It's pretty simple to use that way. I just, yeah, yeah, I I would agree. Now it is not the it is not pretty, no, nor no. does it hand feed you like like here's what you should do next. It really doesn't help you through the setup. Now there's plenty of 
of videos on YouTube to help you through, you know, any one of these programs. But if you are, let's let's say you're someone who is really, uh, you know, illiterate uh, when it comes to, you know, technology and you need simple, then mm -hmm. like Twitch Studio uh, is a very simple way to plug and play and get connected to uh, uh, to Twitch. Um, and it, it walks you through the setup. You know, what's your camera? You know, what, what's your channel name? Where, you know, where it, it really asks you all the questions. Um, so uh, I, I think those would, those would be the top two uh, that I would recommend uh, if, if you're starting out. Um, and uh, if you're, if you are uh, utilizing, uh, let's say a MIDI keyboard, um, uh, like, like, like I do, I, this keyboard doesn't have any sounds on it. Um, I have to, I use virtual instruments. Um, then obviously you'd need some software for that, for, for your instrumentation and, and, uh, and such. But, um, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, that, that's really all you need. If you have a microphone, uh, and, uh, and an instrument, uh, and an audio interface and the software, uh, then you have all the tools that, and, and a camera, obviously. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think camera is highly budget, uh, wise what, what you, what you can afford. I don't recommend spending crazy money on, on cameras right now, but like, uh, even, you know, you could spend anywhere from like $60, uh, to get a really, you know, basic, uh, webcam, webcam that's going to look, which is okay. what I'm using right now. And uh, so here's a prime example is if you look at me and you see how it's cut now, mind you, I'm using a green screen. If you guys see here, I actually have a background. So <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a green screen. And what it does is it kind of, you can see how I'm kind of pixelated in a little bit and it'll be a little splotchy behind me. Now, mind you, I can adjust that with my settings. And I just recently did that because it's kind of messed up. So that's why I got that kind of like, if you look at it, it's kind of like doing this in the background, in the little spots. Now, if you look at Danny and you can see that it's just crisp and clear and clean, it's because he's probably using a decent, like regular quality camera like you would use out on with your family. What was it like a $200 camera, maybe more? Yeah, it's a little more than that. but you've got a high quality camera, though. I worked my uh, uh, yeah. It's so th this is actually a a Sony mirrorless uh, Alpha sixty four hundred, um, mm -hmm. which probably runs anywhere between eight fifty and a thousand. Okay, um, so you got a really high cap. Uh, uh, now, yeah, mind you, well, you can get a two hundred dollar well, camera for, like <laughs> Canon that'll be better than mine and closer to you. Totally can. And, yeah. uh, and what, what I was going to say is uh, it, it depends on if you because if you buy a regular camera, then you're going to need to buy uh, some sort of capture card. Mm -hmm. um, if you buy a webcam, that is literally just USB, plug it in. There's your like so there's no extra purchase there either. So right. uh, I would recommend if you're if you're just starting out, uh, buy your like do do some research and buy the. Uh, a decent webcam don't go don't go for brand x that's you know just a, a uh you know seems like the cheapest one that you could possibly get although although i've seen people stream with lousy lousy freaking cameras and and do just fine but um like elgato uh has uh their their face cam uh extremely uh nice right out of the box uh it's plug and play the software that works with it is great um and uh and you need nothing nothing else so um uh you find a find a, you know see what what you are are looking to invest uh and uh, i think those run about about 200 but but you again you could spend you know 60 70 bucks on a on a uh, on a logitech webcam uh like i what is it the 622 something like that and like still get a really decent uh a decent picture out of it um and and with that it would also be uh lighting that um the way you light yourself is has everything to do with how your camera is going to make you look 
Um, so, uh, you know, you, you make sure that you have some sort of some sort of good light source um, and th that it's not not too dim, not too bright uh, and that it's, you know, lighting up everything that you want your audience to see as well. Um, again, I, I there's. <laughs> There, there's plenty I could go into detail and, and like if you if you search you know YouTube for how to light using a webcam like you can you can learn a lot. We'll do um, another episode on just lighting. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. There we could. Yeah. Um, but and again, doesn't have to be expensive. Doesn't have to be crazy. Like you can have a very well lit uh uh scene uh with. You know, just a couple of lamps. Well, and, and I've seen maybe the same, some like, like some shades that are. There. What's that? I, uh, so I've seen a lot of them in the same like kind of basic like how you've got that purplishly red kind of color in the background. I've seen a lot of people use that as like a mood lighting element, and it seems to be something that the cameras are very comfortable with. That that purpley red color. Yeah, it's definitely a it's definitely a streamer thing. Like at uh, Twitch, there's a lot of purple. There's a lot yeah, of purple. Purple and, and red. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Purple, um, red, and pink. <laughs> but it, you know, I'm I'm spoiled here because I've got I've got all kinds of all kinds of different scenes I can even do with a, <laughs> with the push of a button. But um, and this is and see, I don't even have a green screen. That's my green screen. I throw up the light behind me and then and then key out the green, so I actually don't even need the curtain. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like that that you're right. That's a, that could be a whole another stream talking about. I use Lumia Stream to control all my Wi-Fi lights and stuff. It's Ridiculous. He's got quite but, the setup, guys. <laughs> but again, again, Don't totally unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. Like when you are starting out, there are no guarantees that you're going to make money. Uh, there are no guarantees that you're going to enjoy it. Uh, it doesn't make any sense at the beginning to invest a crazy, a crazy amount. But you have a good webcam. You will always find use to have a, a really nice webcam that, you know, makes you look good on a video call. Uh, you, you will, you will, if you're an, a, a, um, if you are a music person, you will find a reason to use that interface, maybe to, you know, record your own demo or something and save it, be able to save it on the computer and share it, share it that way. Or, uh, you know, if someone's got a track they want that, you know, they want you to, uh, play a lead guitar thing on, then you've got your, your interface and you're able to mm -hmm. do that on your end. So, um, you know, these are investments that aren't like, oh, well, I'm not streaming now. It's totally useless. They, you know, they will, they will, they will be uh, useful. And OBS is free. So, I mean, even the, so even all of the software that you're going to get for, for actual streaming isn't going to cost you anything. So real quick, for those that don't know, um, the microphone that he has is, um, I believe that's a Shure SMB, right? SM7B. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that microphone there is an XLR import import the input blah, blah, blah. and so like as you can see mine right here i have the mv7 which is actually a usb and a xlr input so yep. you mine i have connected obviously usb if you notice the quality of the sound actually is not that greatly different now the difference in price between that microphone and this microphone is almost astronomical um, yeah this microphone is, is that about rough to about 230 you can get one for about anywhere between 250 to 230. Uh -huh. you know? And then that one there, you've got. These are well, about four. 400. Yeah. So yep. just that gives you guys a little idea. You can get really good microphones. Now, mind you, a lot of people will go out and buy like a Blue Yeti or whatever. And that's great for podcasting and stuff like that. But for music, you don't really kind of want something that's going to capture everything around you. If you have an SM58, if you have a decent sounding dynamic microphone, like that's key you're okay uh it's it's uh, like it, whatever you use live when i first started <laughs> i just gotta i i just gotta follow somehow on on twitch so that happens <laughs> even if i'm even if i'm not currently streaming <laughs> uh, um funny. uh so uh I'm sorry. We we were saying microphone. got distracted by the pretty lights. Yeah. Oh yeah. Your whatever. If you have a live microphone that you use already, like when I first started, uh, I think I was using my Sennheiser 835. Like a, okay. it's like a hundred dollar microphone. Like right, just but it's a, a stage a simple, mic, right? Simple workhorse, uh, dynamic, 
a live microphone that I use for every dueling piano show I ever play. And uh, yeah, it works. It works great. Uh, okay. Just plugging it directly into my interface. Um, and, uh, you know, and because it's a dynamic mic, I, I have to treat it as such. Um, you know, I got to uh, back off if I'm, you know, going to be going to be a little loud. Blah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, it, it, what you what you have will will definitely get you started. You do not need to go buy a USB microphone. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Either so. way, you can still plug in your port and call it a day. Yep. All right, folks, we're yep. going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Uh, when we come back, uh, I think we're going to get into things that now that you've got your sound and you can actually make noise and things like that. Now we're going to start touching into things like overlays and monetization, and we'll get into those conversations coming up next. We'll be right back. I'm your host, Maverick Stone. It's me, Gingerino42. I'm Roman. Hey, this is Sassy Lady. And I'm Jaxus. And we... We are the Fallout Roundtable. Join us as we explore various topics from the Fallout universe brought from multiple perspectives. We can be found on your favorite podcatchers from Spotify to iTunes. Or follow us on Twitter at FalloutRTB or our email FalloutRTB at gmail.com. Be sure to rate, follow, and subscribe. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the message. All right. We're going to get into the next part of the show, which... Um, so now we've got sound and we're able to stream. We've got that figured out. You know, we, when we went through our Twitch tutorial, you know, it, it kind of helped us through that. And now we're able to start and we're able to go live. Now, from that point on, now we're wanting to like try to do like add a few things. So what's more important? Like, no, all right. So we got the lighting thing. We talked about that. So let's say they figured out some sort of lighting setup. Now... Overlays, how important are they? Is it good to have them right off the bat like that? And what good are they to you in regards to helping you with your show? Um, well, I think it, it, if if we're talking truly right from the jump, like there's not much that you really have to have. Mm -hmm. um, that that simple, I think, is almost always uh, better. Um. It, because uh, th if there's one thing I learned that, uh, you know, it, it, people stick around in a stream for you. They're not there just for the like overlays or uh, the pretty lights you have on in the background. They're there for you and uh, the uh, engagement that you provide and the, um, the you know, and the, and the, the huh. content. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what so, about like a song list or something like that? Like, you know what I mean? Well, like you got that that's a song list is definitely something uh, uh, we'll get into. I think uh, the, the basic uh, alert, something that uh, lets you as the streamer and the viewer know when things happen, um, you can get uh, free uh, alerts through stream elements. I, I happen to really like stream elements. Uh, uh, you can use stream labs. Uh, there's, uh, lots of, uh, Twitch studio, uh, has them all built in, uh, as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, the alerts are what tell your viewers when things happen. And, uh, uh also what tell, tells you there's, you know, some sort of sound and, uh, you know, some sort of text. Sometimes you can have it read the text out to you, you know, that this person gave so many bits, this person subbed to your channel, uh, this person followed, uh, and that helps everyone kind of know what's actually happening. Um, so okay. that's an important part of, of your overlay. But um, it, now, like you mentioned, uh, streamer song list. Yeah, that, uh, is to me, a, I think that would be like a big deal. <laughs> uh, it, it is. Uh, it's a great tool uh, for uh, musicians to be able to accept requests if that's the type of show they want to do. Um <laughs> Now everyone does. Some people, you know, they want to play their own set list and you're certainly welcome to do that. But if you want to make it so that your viewers, at least some of the time, can uh, look at a list of songs that you might be able to play and be able to request those, uh, there's a way to uh, um, authorize that. You go to uh, uh, streamersonglist.com and 
uh, you you authenticate your Twitch account if you've already had you know your Twitch uh, your Twitch name. Um, basically, any any third party uh, that you're going to be hooking up to your Twitch, you have to authenticate uh, through Twitch with your your username and 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 password, and then give it permission to see yeah, certain information you. about your channel. Um, so, like uh, with streamer song list, once you've authenticated, then uh, you can actually build uh, your own uh, song list. You can mm -hmm. give them attributes. You can say, you know, this is this is rock and roll. This is a favorite or whatever. Um, and then uh, you uh, through your chat in Twitch, your users can type a command and get a link to view your song list. They can once they've authenticated uh, their own uh Twitch channel, then they can actually request with the click of a button. Um, and you can set limits to those requests. Like users can only request one per stream, or if you can't, you, you can't request anything unless you're a subscriber, you know, you can set all of those uh, parameters for how you want to run the show. Um, and then, and then you have a way to actually take requests. The time consuming thing is putting all of your songs into streamer sure song list. There's no, uh, easy way to do that, uh, except uh, there is a way that you can, uh, which I was glad I, I uh, the functionality was there when I started, that I could make a spreadsheet that was okay. formatted for it and then import that spreadsheet instead of going through uh, the streamer song list and actually like typing in each field all separately. Like I could put it all in a spreadsheet, you know, copy paste the, the artists and everything. So I didn't have to type it out a million times mm -hmm. and just dump that in. Um, so I would highly recommend that uh, looking into how to make, how to make that spreadsheet file. And uh, then, then it's really easy to work on because uh, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a weirdo. I have a lot of songs. I take requests for my job normally as a musician. He is a weirdo, so guys. Just... I have I, I have a <laughs> lot of songs, um, but you do not need a lot of songs. I see lots of, you know, successful uh, Twitch musicians, you know, with in between, you know, 100 and 200 tunes in their song list. Um, and, uh, and that never has to stay that way. You can always add, subtract, oh, I'm sick of this song. Oh, I want to learn this new, new you know, you can always add to it as you go too, but streamer song list is a great tool. And uh, like you said, it also has ways to um, create a, a little cue, um, uh, like visual representations of the songs that you might be coming up. So your viewers know uh, whose song is next and you can actually display that right on, on your screen through, through an overlay through OBS and uh and give your your audience a a view of what might be coming up what you're playing now how many songs left in your set list uh all those things can be configured with uh with a streamer song list excellent um yeah. so now let's say that these guys have gotten to that point how do they how does it how does anybody make any money how do they monetize how do they monetize their stuff how do they get uh tips or how do they get it to where they can actually get a chunk of change out of this well you know there really is a, a ton of ways that i've seen uh musicians go about it um and i i highly recommend that when you start um that uh you make things as accessible uh for your viewers as you can and non as non-paywalled as you can uh it, because uh it's really easy uh, it, it, compared to live i had to adjust my expectations of like okay i played a song so i get a tip for that song because they requested it right. like doesn't you're fortunate if you can get to a point where you have so many viewers and you can say hey it, you really only get your song if you pay for it but um in in Twitch, uh, because of the way it works, it's it's you have to kind of build that audience first. So starting out, you know, I suggest you if you're using streamer song list, you you know, if you want to, uh, if you want to make it, uh, oh, you have to follow in order to request a song. Like I think that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But like making it so that you have to subscribe before you can request right out of the gate doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, 
I no, think you want to get them in there first and you want them uh, right. to get comfortable yeah, you with get, the environment. You're building a gotta community. Ho- got to hook them a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing too, is that like you, you figure out that people will give when they start to feel like you're invested in it as well. Um, that, you know, it, even just having those alerts up there, um, it gives, you know, the viewers a sense of, oh, I just gave them something and now something's happening because of that. Um, so, so do you uh, make what, a decent amount off of like uh, bits and things like that? Well, I, I do. Mm-hmm. It, it it depends. I have a lot. Of, I have a couple different strategies that that I use. And there's really depending on the kind of show that you want to run, there's a myriad of ways that you can incentivize people giving bits, whether it's. Mm-hmm. Um, for every every time someone gives this particular bit number, uh, the sound plays. Um, right. I noticed it, you eat nasty tasting uh, jelly beans and things like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Now, early on in my in my thing, I had a I had a mod uh, who his name was literally Bean Dealer, and uh, he <laughs> he sent me these and was like, here, you know, monitor like. You use it as a as a thing and make people, you know, um, if if people want you to do one, have them give you a certain amount of bits. So, um, you know, it I started out at a, a fairly low number. I don't know. I want to say it was like 100 or 200 bits. And 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 mind you, too, that as these things grow and evolve, like they can also change. So, like, I might have started out at 100 bits. But once people realized that it only cost them a dollar to have me eat one of these beans, I it was all I was doing for a stream. And I had to go like, all right, well, what, where is my, what is my uh, cost to like tolerance ratio? Where am I? All right. Well, if someone wants to give me that, then I will, I will eat as many beans as, as what people want to give me. And, and that's different for everybody. And I think that's really the name of the game entirely in, in monetizing for bits is that you can do anything. You can say, you know, like the, if I get this amount of bits, I'm going to stand up and dance to, you know, never going to give you up. And I'm going to play that on the, on here. And like whatever it is, like if that's something, if you're an outgoing person who likes to be a super goofball on camera, then find a couple ways to do that and uh, and you know, let people know somehow, whether on an overlay or on a timer in your chat, um, you know, the different things that they might be able to get you to do for, for cash. Yeah. They might be able to get you put a pig, a pig King hat on your head. And uh, (laughs) yeah, there's, there's uh, all, you know, all kinds of ways that, that you can incentivize bits. And um, in particular, Twitch has the hype train uh, mechanic, which Mm -hmm. is, really just a, a a a way to concentrate a community's giving to see to make it you know seem like they're all working towards this goal of supporting you you i almost it, feel it, obligated because i want to see it get to the end like every time you do like it, it's a psychological trick almost you know it's it like, is i want to see it happen i want to see it happen yeah and you want to beat you know you you your community wants to beat the record of that you yeah. you know might have might have had this one time and uh um, yeah, six or and eight there's trains. all kinds of different ways that people incentivize that like mm-hmm. i have actually developed a whole bot uh, around that that hype train process like i've i've worked really hard to make our hype trains uh unique and exciting um and i've actually got some really cool things coming up here uh very very soon too to to add to that ridiculousness so um, i love when you do the the musical mashup thing mm. you know where you jump yeah, from that's, song to song to song to song i, I think that's yeah that's fun. that's it now our, we have this uh we have a great uh a great system now that uh um is uh, we've built it so that it is modular and able to be kind of changed as we go so we've got a couple of new things coming with that that i'm excited about mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then uh, but, uh i've also seen uh guys like other things people do is they'll grab two songs or they'll grab a song and they'll sing it in the style of another song which is something mm-hmm. i've seen other people do so there's so yep. many different things that people can do to change things up, monetize it, figure out a way. And, or I've seen people literally shut off all the instruments and 
do like a William Shatner poet reading of a song or, you know, yep. <laughs> yep. no, uh, there's, there's a million different ways. And I think um, like, like I said at the beginning too, it's, it's about playing to your strengths. If you have, if you have a couple of, of weird talents that you are always like, there is never going to be a, a reason like that someone wants to hear my Eric Cartman impression. <laughs> like, it, it, but and and no, there, there is it, it, like, you'll, you'll, you'll try it during a song or something. And everyone will be like, that was amazing. And then suddenly you're like, oh, well, maybe that's a thing that I can do that. I can have people <laughs> Eric actually Cartman singing, for. taking away. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It, it, it's, uh, like I was doing a wheel of impersonations thing where we were spinning, spinning a wheel. And then I would do whatever dumb voice came up on the wheel, um, you know, for, and that was a, that was a channel a song that way. Changed. That's gotta yeah. be a challenge, especially for somebody who's like, I, I do voices for voice acting and stuff, but I don't know if I could like belt out a song like as Batman. <laughs> you know? uh -huh. Well, right. But, but Batman wouldn't belt out a song. Right, he right. might belt out a couple notes, but he'd probably talk through most of it, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Here we you know, go. <laughs> yeah, it would all be it would all be like like it would almost be like Shatner esque, but it would be Batman <laughs> talking right? talking through it, you know, very very low. <laughs> but um yeah, it, it, think of the things that you're good at and right. and see see how you can bring those because you are not in a bar anymore. You are not at uh you know a coffee house this is a different animal and people are here hanging with you and it's weirdly personal it's almost like chilling in a garage with your friends that know how to play music yeah but but you're the only one there right even though you're one of a hundred people watching <laughs> you're still alone in that room with this with this entertainer so that that connection is unlike anything else and the the power uh, the uh, like dynamic. There, there, there really is something. Yes, the dynamic I I in that is is way different than a stage show. <laughs> um, and I think it's important. You still like like a stage show. You don't want dead air. Like you don't want there to just be all this space where nothing's going on. But also, there's something about that dead air that voyeuristic that they're just kind of watching you you know maybe figure this out or have an idea or try something that you've never done before i can attest is, to that yeah because yeah. i've watched i've watched you try to figure something out like have something yeah. screw up and you're like hang on a minute guys hang on a minute and then you're sitting there messing around with stuff i've actually been entertained just sitting there watching you figure it out watching your wheels turn especially like yeah. when, when you're like trying to like figure out like all right, I need to get a drum beat in here. And then you turn around and you're like messing with the keyboard over here. And then, and I can see like the processing going on in your brain. And I'm like, this guy is really intelligent. Like there's a <laughs> level <you>. of intelligence <laughs> that it's not like, well, it, it, it's one thing to be smart, but when you can like grab this and grab that, it's almost like a computer, a futuristic computer where you got the screens all up in front of you and you're grabbing this piece from here and that piece from there. And I need that over there. And you're trying to connect all these pieces. And it's like, I can just see it all happening in your head. And well, I'm the like, one, the one thing I think when you do a, when you do like, let's say a two hour set, you know, somewhere and you know what you're going to play, like you have rehearsed that stuff. Um, you know, you're trying to get it as polished as possible. And there's a lot of Twitch where that's very valuable to have something you've just, you've played so many times, like you just nail it. It's great. But um, like for me, I have done so much learning on stream, um, like it, almost entirely on stream. I, it could, to be totally honest, for my entire career, so much of what I, my my performance has been about, you know, doing it for the first time in front of people. Um, and I think getting comfortable with that is, is a really useful skill to have. And I think a lot of musicians find that very strange when they first come into like, uh, uh, another way to monetize is, is like live learns. People will say like, Hey, do you know this song? And you will be like, well, I don't, but you know, for this amount of money, I'll learn the song that you want me to learn. 
live here on stream. I'll take the time. Now that's time consuming. And maybe you're a person who's not good at doing that. So maybe that's not a good idea. But if you have a really good ear and you are good at figuring out the basics of a song first and then being able to perform it for somebody, that's another way that you can uh, that you can drum up uh, uh, tips or or bits or whatever. Hmm. OK, well, yeah. um, so what do you got coming up next? I do know that you've just now put out a, a movie, right? I, I we just dropped the uh the release date today on uh, May 21st uh we've got uh my movie duelers coming out um I uh I got to uh, act for the first time I went to school for musical theater so like that was mm -hmm. what I was supposed to be doing all along but somehow I got roped into dueling pianos and <laughs> you know here I am you know 20 years later still doing it uh however uh <laughs> fortunately those worlds collided and someone uh my buddy uh, Drew DeFore another super talented musician. Uh, he uh, has a lot of original music. Uh, he got it in and said that he was going to write a movie. And then he did. And then he was like, I'm going to make this movie and I'm going to cast dueling piano players. And, uh, and he did. Um, so it's uh, about a dueling piano bar uh, where uh, everyone's performing uh, that night. Uh, you're watching um, all the different interactions between the players and the requests and uh, and all the music is original, by the way. Um, all nice. the audience is kind of in on it that like this isn't necessarily like everybody's singing all these songs as if they you know know them um, like a like a regular dueling piano bar. Um, but uh, but they're all Drew's tunes and they're all really good. Um, some of them were written particularly for the musical. Some of them are like from uh, albums he's written over the past uh, couple decades and. Uh, it, it's really, really good music. Um, so we've all get to perform. There's music throughout. I want to say 16 songs, maybe. So hmm. lots of music. Is it all uh, based for, in one night? Like, yeah, it, the movies like it one, is. That's there, cool. I love movies like a, that. Yeah. There's a flashback. There's a flashback that happens midway through the movie that doesn't happen on that night. But that's it's literally like a like a five minute, ten minute flashback of of one particular day everything else happens like on on that night as things are going that's cool it's, um, it's one of those like to me it's like one of those experience movies or coming to like like coming of age movies like they have yep. like somebody goes and shows up for that one whole night and all this crazy stuff happens those are the, yeah. some of the best kind of movies so I, yeah I, I i see good I, things here i loved it um it turned out it turned out really great um and uh, I mean, it, we they they shot it for a song, uh, but they had really excellent people doing uh, the major jobs. They they spent all their money on a cam on the cameras, and uh, you can tell because it looks it looks beautiful, and the music's great, and the acting is. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 you know I'm I'm a little rusty, but uh, <laughs> but I had fun, and we shot it in two weeks. From what I uh, saw, it was great. So, so yeah. no, I'm 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 proud of it. I'm I am. I am proud of it because I'm. I'll I'll tell everybody, but uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to win any Oscars. Uh, I don't think. You don't know yet, man. <laughs> hey, you never know. Independent no, no, films well, do great things, you know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. Hey, help! <laughs> help, help! Danny's movie get out there, guys. You know. Th this yeah, please. Great. Yeah. It's uh, Doolers. You can search uh, Doolers on YouTube and uh, and find it. Um, it's uh, yeah, dropping out. It'll be there's lots of clips. Uh, to be found on that page right now. And if you subscribe and like that, uh, uh, it that is where the movie premiere will be happening on that YouTube page. Oh, wow. Seven o'clock, okay. uh, seven o'clock Eastern um, on uh, May, uh, Sunday, May 21st. So excellent. Um, I'll be there. Yeah. Awesome. Hmm. awesome. All right. Uh, so uh, got anything else coming up? Anything you'd like to promote? Obviously, uh, let people know where to find you. Yeah. Come and come and see me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash humanjuke81. Uh, I'm on Mondays, Wednesdays, uh, many Thursdays, and some Saturdays. Uh, I perform at uh, Bobby McKee's uh, near Washington, D.C. in National Harbor uh, once a month. I perform uh, at 88 Keys in Myrtle Beach uh, uh, one weekend a month. Uh, and uh, and then also uh, near my home up in Spruce Pine uh, one one weekend a month. So uh, if any of those cities are nearby you, come, come see me live. I'm Danny Kay. You can... Uh, check those uh, web pages and schedules to find out exactly where I'm going to be there. And then uh, Twitch, uh, yeah, I'm I'm here all the time. So uh, yeah, come jump and chat and say hi. Did you tell me your uh, Twitch uh, channel 
um, yep. name? Yeah, Human Juke Human 81. Juke? Okay. Okay. Want to yeah. make sure that got out there. Otherwise, I'm gonna be no, I, pre- I appreciate that. <laughs> all right, folks. Um, if you get a chance, please check it all. Dude, this is a very talented individual that I've been talking to here. Take the time to at least take a look. You may, may or may not be your cup of tea, but it, give yourself a chance. Take a look. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Everybody. And if you're. If you're listening to this and you have questions like like I'm I'm super open on chat too. like come and uh, come and talk to me if you're, you know, trying to get started and uh, want to know. I have a discord server that we run to that we, you know, kind of answer uh, uh, plenty of questions and have uh, off stream discussions in there as well. So, yeah, Don't if forget you movie are night. a musician. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday night's movie night. But if you're <laughs> a musician, I'm I'm I I know what it was like. I got a lot of help from other twitch streamers that's another it, it don't don't be afraid to reach out and and talk to other people who may have been there where you are right now uh looking at streaming and being like i don't even know how to start hopefully this the uh, you know this uh this podcast what jaxis is doing here is is uh uh super helpful for y'all it's awesome to have uh, a resource um you know like this to uh to be able to to listen to and learn from uh but uh all of our problems always end up being very specific to, you know, ourselves. I remember having very specific problems that I needed to talk to somebody. So, you know, reach out to somebody, uh, uh, reach out to me. Excellent. Yeah. All right, yeah. folks, that's going to do us for tonight. Thank you, Danny, very much for being on my show. Um, You're so welcome. Yeah. And if you guys want to catch us later, you know, I'll put the descriptions and whatnot. And uh, yeah. Good night. See you later. Cheers, y'all. Keep creating. Bye-bye. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ariel. And we're the hosts of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, a podcast about all things Legend of Zelda, from Errol to Zora. And all the fun things in between. If you're ready to dive deep and learn more about the Legend of Zelda lore and everything surrounding it, come join us on Legend of Zelda Lorecast. You can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever else you get your podcasts. We hope to see you soon.